This is Erica. Welcome to Rumble Strip. And it is time again for the seasonal update. In certain American subcultures, there's a long tradition of sending out end-of-year family update letters to far-flung relatives, to friends and acquaintances. Is this the year that that tradition comes to an end? Here is the seasonal update from the Keene family by Tal McThenia. Welcome. Dear all, this is the first non-political writing I've been able to muster since the afternoon of November 8th. You may recall the picture I tweeted out that day, my daughter Dory clutching hands with Kendall, her intrepid little African-American welly-wisher doll, both wearing homemade t-shirts that read, I'm with her, snapshot of a future foreclosed. I realize even this innocent memory may offend some of you. For years, you have enjoyed the polite cheer of keen seasonal updates, as written by our mother Jan. And since I inherited update duty after her death three years ago, I have tried my best to uphold that tradition of happy blandness. No longer. The world is different and the lines are drawn. To the sprains, to the Canfields, to at least half of the Bowens, and I'm sure Dad's entire extended family in Michigan, there is no longer a place for you in the Keene family heart, holiday, or home. You may be outraged by this statement. You may gasp that Jan would roll over in her grave. No, I reply. Our mother would cheer. Behind her rosy smile, she despised you all for decades, a truth I am now finally able to speak. Brooke, fake Asian voice, is never funny. Gregory, we knew there were no WMDs before we went in. Macon, you have the money to fix your teeth. Why haven't you? I could go on, but why bother? This seasonal update is the last communication you will ever receive from the Keens. In the fireplace on Christmas morning, with our stockings hanging above, we will burn your index cards, your addresses, cell numbers, grandchildren's middle names and birth dates, so dutifully recorded over the years in Jan's signature swoopy cursive, to Ash. And now the news. After what we call the incident in Oaxaca, Dad and his lady friend Peg returned home, terrified and depressed. According to Dad, they had just gotten tired and turned around, and the kids were guiding them back to the hotel. Peg insists it was a Paul Bowles-style drugging and attempted abduction. They both went in for MRIs, and the results were, shall we say, troubling. So for the rest of the year, they've stuck close to home with their friends at the Oaks. The upside is... Everybody there is in the same boat. In fact, Dad now calls it the Perseus Cluster, which apparently is a group of galaxies with a lot of black holes. When I last visited, their friend Sandra told me she'd just gotten married that day to another woman, but couldn't quite remember her new bride's name. Killian is Killian, which is to say, who knows where, when, or why. In January, he and his doctor girlfriend Amy split up, and Killian got custody of her prescription pad. As usual, we all gathered to hike Jump Mountain on the anniversary of Mom's death, and when we got to the top, Killian, who hadn't answered anyone's texts about whether he was coming, was already there, 
laying out a remarkable picnic of avocado and Percocet. He's now allegedly developing a screenplay with some actors he met at the Dakota Access Pipeline protests. Remember my recent memoir of surviving the Amtrak Conrail crash of 1987 and how it was being adapted into a Broadway musical? Well, in mid-October, that died a sad death when the producers informed me that the frame narrative of my present-day search for fellow survivors wasn't as high stakes as the 1987 story of the crash itself. They claimed we could eventually achieve a synergistic balance between the two, but I saw the writing on the wall and pulled the plug. Two weeks later, the rest of the world went up in flames, too. Our little Maggie is polyamorous. Apparently, this is something of a trend among the lesbians in Boston, who I've always thought of as doer and uptight. I guess times have changed. Maggie has one steady lover for BDSM, a group for more generalized kink, and a mom with two grown kids who I don't really know what she's into. Maggie's partner Val has her own lovers, and sometimes they all play together. Aunt Karen, mom's sister, just wrote me to ask if I could squeeze in something about her family buying a new HVAC system for their church. Since they don't do their own holiday card, and it used to be mom's church too, in childhood, here it is in Karen's words, quote, While the Sprouses donated every year to our beloved Trinity Hill, 2016 brought us such blessings that we were able to fully fund a much-needed new air conditioning system. Of course, we will be on the vineyard for the summer, but we are overjoyed to know that our church community will be worshiping in comfort back home. Thank you, Karen. To most of you, happy holidays. To those others I mentioned before, here's hoping that one day in the future, you too will be the victim of a hate crime. Perhaps then, your humanity will be restored. Love, the Keens. Holy night, stars are brightly shining. That was the seasonal update by Tal McThenia. Tal is a writer of books and articles and screenplays. To learn more about Tal, you can visit his website, talmcthenia.com. I'll also have a link uh, to his website on my website at rumblestripvermont.com. You are listening to Oh Holy Night. Happy holidays, everyone. And the soul it's worth a thrill of hope. The weary world rejoicing for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Christ was born.
Ooh.